You should never be touching your Facebook ad budgets once you start a campaign. There is no reason for you to be going in and worrying about your cost cap spending through the moon or like what happened a couple weeks ago where everybody spent a couple thousand dollars and performance was terrible and you're begging for refunds from Facebook when all they did was literally what you asked them to do. You don't have to be a victim anymore. You can be proactive. And are you trying to get away from massively overly complicated Facebook ad accounts set up by agencies that don't give a damn about you and try to run their business model on abusing your bottom line and taking as much credit for the success of your entire team until you fire them. We can automate the process of moving away from them into a one campaign, three to two environment where literally Facebook's automated rules are doing all the work for you. Today, we're gonna cover the, everything that you need to know to set up automated rules. Yes, in a CBO, yes, I know, you've been getting errors and all this stuff. I'm gonna show you everything so that you don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. And this is something gonna take like five or 10 minutes to set up and we'll give you hours back of every day and put a shit ton more money in your pocket. And and one of the things that makes me feel best is it's also gonna give you confidence and joy and a lack of anxiety so that you can see more success and less stress. And if you're hiring somebody to do this work for you, you can kick them to the curb because you don't need them anymore. And if you're the one doing work for other people and you think you actually need to spend any time and effort on these things, trust me, I'm about to level you up 10X in a way that none of them, you know who they are, all of those people, they're never gonna show you. Because the honest truth is, what I'm about to give you today makes it so that you never need to pay them ever again. Their entire business model is built off of taking something that's actually never been easier, never been simpler, never been more straightforward, and making it overly complicated. Because the honest truth is, they don't give a damn about you. And this channel, me personally, Charlie, founder of Disruptor School, I give up about your bottom line. These are things that have only ever been available inside the Facebook Ads MBA program. And wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's take a quick second and roll it over here. Boom, okay. There's the QR code for the Facebook Ads MBA program if you wanna know how we're doing automated rules and a thousand other things so that you can go from, I'm worrying every single day having to throw up or stress or I'm scared I'm gonna lose everything every time I hit a button on Facebook to, I spend a couple hours a week max on Facebook and I've gone back to enjoying the rest of my life and stacking paper and hiring people and providing more good for my community and my family with confidence and joy. You can join the Facebook Ads MBA program. We've had hundreds of people come through. Not a single person has ever asked for a refund. I'm gonna give away something that has previously only ever been available in there and something that people have been using inside the Facebook Ads MBA program for years. So that being said, let's get to it. All right. Turned on the light, now it's time to get dirty. So first thing we're gonna do today is I'm gonna show you how to automatically scale your budgets. This is something we call performance gate scaling and I'm not gonna give you the overly complicated version of it today because well, this is ultimately a bit of a beginner's guide. Um, and if you want more, obviously there's the Facebook Ads MBA program, there's so much other stuff. I'm not here to sell you on all this stuff. I'm here to give you back more of your time, put more money in your pocket, and make you feel good about the decisions that you've made to invest in yourself and ultimately provide opportunities for your community and for your family. That's what we're getting into today. So the first thing that we're gonna do, we're gonna pull up Facebook. You might have seen this before, create custom rules. All right, so today what we're gonna do, we're gonna start off with this, PGS performance gate scaling. Now, for today's conversation, we're gonna assume that our target cost is 20 bucks. It could be 2,000, I don't really care. But 20 is an easy number. So, we're gonna pull up our chat GPT real quick because why not use one of the easiest tools in the world to do some of our math for us. So what we're gonna do today is say, our target cost is 20 bucks. Let's say we've got a budget of a couple hundred dollars a day and we're trying to sell at least 
10 to 15 things. Okay, so by the end of the day, let's say we're spending 300 bucks. That would be 15 items. Okay, well, what if we're selling more than that? What if on average, on a daily basis, or over the last week, we've been getting 15, 16, 17, 18? Well, one of the ways that we used to do this was just say like over the last seven days, CPA below X, turn up your budget by 5% Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Got it. But what if you have a CBO campaign because you're using Facebook the proper way? Please tell me you're not using ABO. If you're still setting your budgets at the ad set level, then consider this an intervention because you should never be doing that ever again. It's not 2016. And the people that swear by it, well, they're just objectively wrong. They're going out and they're looking at the sky and saying, that's purple. And then they climb up into a spaceship, go around the earth five times and swear it's like flat like a map. It's just a, a choice to reject reality. And well, we're not in the rejection of reality business. We're in the make you happier and more successful business. So that being said, let's do some quick math. Let's say we are going to spend on average 300 bucks a day. All right, now let's say that there are, <laughs> now we're not on a limb here, seven days in a week, okay? So we have 300 times seven. Awesome, that is, ba -ba 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 -ba, I didn't do the math in my head, $2,100. All right, so let's say our target cost is, what do we say, 20 bucks? So let's do this and we'll take 2,100 divided by 20. Okay, so we've got our total budget for the week divided by our target cost will bring us to our average number of sales. Okay, so our average number of sales, if we're doing $20 CPA at a $2,100 budget should be 105 sales. All right, well, let's say we're willing to spend into our margin. What if we're doing 5% better than that and we're okay with doing a 5% budget raise if we're doing 5% better than our target because then if we were to raise our budget by 5% and get zero more sales, we would still be at the target CPA that we wanna be but we're also probably lifting up search and getting more emails and our organic is pretty good and we're probably making more sales on Amazon because incremental lift is a thing and we're not focused on running Facebook at cost caps and advantage plus. Please tell me you are using Facebook to amplify your business, not make Facebook look better by starving the rest of your channels. So let's say we're doing 5% better than this. All right, so 105 times 1.05. That means 105 sales over the last week because our target cost is 20 bucks and a budget of 300 a day times seven is an overall budget of $2,100 a week. What if we're doing 5% better? The way you multiply something by 5% is 1.05. Ironically enough, 105 times 1.05. That wasn't planned, just sometimes math is fun. All right, how many sales would that be? Well, that would be 110. All right, now we have some really interesting information. We now know that if we're getting over 110 sales in the last seven days, then we are at least 5% better on our target CPA than we need to be. Well, if that's the case, we can raise our budget by 5%, and even if we don't make any more money on it, what we call a total loss investment, we're still doing our goal. Like, we're still coming in at a better than $20 CPA. Well, that sounds good. And if that's bringing us more search volume, well, that's good. And if that's selling more things on Amazon, well, well, that's good. And if that's making our organic social look you know, better, I'll take that. And if that gives us more emails and a higher conversion rate and more people to buy a second time, well, these are all good things. We're, we're, we're using Facebook to provide incremental lift to all other channels, okay. So let's just automate this so that we never actually have to 
do the math ever again. Well, that seems simple. So let me show you step one. And to be completely fair, this is something where we've made it very simple today. And if you want to go and make a bunch of these, you can. And I'm going to show you the other steps along the way here in just a minute. But I'm going to show you this first rule. And then I'm going to show you step two and step three. All right. So how do we make this rule? Pretty simple stuff, right? We've got our Facebook up. We got performance gate scaling. We're going to say $20 target CPA at 200 and uh, sorry, $2,100. Got it. We're not gonna apply this to one campaign. We're gonna apply it to all active campaigns. And we're setting the budget at the campaign level, so help me God, do not be using ABO. There's literally no reason to ever use ad set budget optimization outside of like three very edge use cases. And I promise you, if you're watching this video, that doesn't apply to you. I promise. It's just like, as somebody that's been in the game for over a decade, they're spending a million a day back before there was a Facebook pixel. I promise you. You're not in that edge case. All right, let's keep going. Now, our action is not to turn off the campaign. Our action is to increase the daily budget. We're gonna increase it by 5%. Now remember, 5% three times a week is 2X a month. If you do this and then your job is to just say, well, yeah, I can turn the budget up by 5% three times a week. If you're spending 300 a day right now, in a month, you could be spending 600 a day. In two months, you could be spending 1200 a day. In three months, you could be spending $2,400 a day. More than you spend in a week right now, you could be doing on a daily basis. What about three months after that? Well, 4,800, 9,600, like it gets ridiculous. This isn't about hockey sticking your business either. This is about sustainable results. This isn't some cost cap bro showing screenshots of Black Friday of going from $500 to 10,000 because they don't have to worry about inventory or overhead or customer service or returns. They're not focusing on future cash flow. They're doing none of that. No, no. This is you having predictable profit and scaling. This is establishing a profitable scaling margin and then spending into it in a way that is easy to measure, simple to maintain, projectable that allows you to understand cash flow, inventory, project management, and ultimately hire for greater needs without growing way past your skis. And if your position is to exit the business, you can do this in a way that leaves plenty of meat and fat on the bones. So, so you can go to somebody else and be like, hey, look, I've taken this thing from X to Z. Like you've seen me do from 50,000 a month to a million a week or from 15 million to 100 million in the space of like 20 months. You can hand that to somebody else and say, I haven't even taken advantage of the opportunity. If you want to 10X this thing, give me 5X my return, and you're going to get a much bigger multiple than basically anybody else will because you actually give a damn about the investor's bottom line. That's a cheat code. Anyway, back to this. Increase our daily budget. Now, we're going to set our maximum daily cap here probably at, say, 1200 bucks, right? Like, it's $300 now. Four times that is something that makes us uncomfortable. Now, to be fair, we should be okay with that, but maybe we've gone and said, once we get to like $1,200 a day, we're gonna have less inventory than our like lead time to make sure that we can order more products. So if we get to over $1,200 a day at this target CPA, we're gonna run out of product before we can re-up on our inventory. We're gonna have to set up pre-sales and all sorts of other things. We're gonna create so much more problems. So instead, we don't need to necessarily scale the budget past that. We'll just make more money on everything that we sell up to that point and then work on our operations. So instead of ordering like 5,000 things, you can order 10,000, whatever the case may be. You have to worry about these things. And if you're a media buyer, these things should be something that you're thinking about. This is what separates you from having somebody that is purely just a commodity skill and having somebody that is a value add that is irreplaceable. This is what takes you from honestly being lucky to 
earn a couple thousand dollars a month to somebody that can be earning seven figures a year. Shout out to my previous video on how to make seven figures as a media buyer. Um, go check out that video. I'll drop a link uh, on the screen. You can click it and I highly recommend it. Anyway, that being said, maximum daily budget cap, 1200 bucks. Action frequency. We're gonna do this once daily. Now I know I said it's gonna happen three times a day. We'll get to that, don't you worry. Okay, so once a day. Now conditions, first condition has nothing to do with this. We're gonna go name. The campaign name needs to contain PGS. If it doesn't have this keyword, then it doesn't apply. Remember we're applying this to all active campaigns. If the campaign name does not contain this keyword, then it doesn't apply. If you only apply rules to individual ads or to individual ad sets or individual campaigns, as soon as you make anything new or do anything else, you have to make all new rules. I used to have to make new rules constantly because this option wasn't available. And I was literally spending an hour or two every like three or four days rewriting all of the rules. And then they came up with this thing. And well, thank you to the engineering team circa like 2017 because I remember when the rules were still in the power editor, like pre 2015 era. And for those of you that remember running your Facebook ad accounts by uploading Excel spreadsheets, pour one out for the homies. All right, that being said, first condition, it needs to have the keyword. Second condition, not cost per result because that's been kicking you back airs, right? No, second condition, our spend is greater than $2,100, right? because we set our budget at 300 bucks and this only really applies once we get over that $2,100 mark. That way we know that we're, the rule should apply. Like if it hasn't gotten there yet, then maybe the rest of these rules shouldn't really impact. And this is something that is debatable, but I'm setting this up because once we start getting to level two and level three, you're gonna need this parameter in there, trust me. Last rule. Well. If we bring up our chat GPT again, how many sales should we be getting so that we're 5% more efficient than our target? 110, 0.25. Now we can't do 0.25, so let's just say this. What if our number of results, and please don't use results, please define it as like purchase or whatever your custom conversion event is for that individual SKU or leads or subscriptions, whatever it is, but today, just because I don't want people to say, well, you did it for purchases, what about leads? We're gonna leave it in results, just don't use results. For results, we're gonna do 111. If it's greater than 111, then we know we are better than 5%, right? If it gets 112, going back to our chat GPT, let's do the quick math. What if we spend $2,100 and we get 112 sales? What would our CPA be? Well, it's gonna do the quick math and boom, $18. Our target was 20. We could spend more money. We have established a profitable scaling margin. I love it. So now we've got this set up. Now time range, we're gonna do last seven days. Because remember, the rule was set up. Going back to the chat GPT here real quick. 300 bucks a day times seven days. Boom, there we go. So that being said, this looks good. Campaign needs to contain PGS. Spend needs to be at least $2,100 and our results need to be at least 111. If that's the case, then every day that we make it available, we can add 5% to our budget. Now I hear you saying, but you said not to do it every day. Here's how we fix it. It's not daily. It's actually Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We run it at midnight. Done. Create. Now the rule works. You're not going to get an air kickback. This is done. We're easy to go. So let's bring back up chat GPT here and let's say, okay, now we've got that, but now I've done like the rule once or twice and, and now it's just firing all the time. How am I supposed to constrain that? So first thing is at some point we're gonna need to account for the fact that we're scaling this thing. And basically once one rule fires, then we can set up another one and we can set up another one and we can set up another one. And realistically speaking, you're probably going to need to add in one more parameter. Okay. so. This basically sets us up to have this thing begin to scale. Now, part of the issue is going to be 
what if it starts to scale and get really away from us? Well, at what point is this no longer okay? So that's step one. So now let me show you, well, what happens if we begin to scale it and it happens like five times, okay? What would that look like? Well, let's do a simple thing. 2100 times 1.05. And we're just gonna do that five times. One, two, three, four, five. That brings us a budget of boom, 2680 bucks. So when we're at $2680, 2680, what happens if we divide that by $20 target CPA? How many sales will we get? Well, it says 134 sales. All right. So at this point, we could remake that rule or do an additional rule that says when our spend is over 2680 and we have sales that are more than 134 or maybe in this case 135 so it's not right at 20 increase the budget now if you want to protect that five percent margin how do we do it well remember 134 times 1.05 tells us that as long as we get at least 141 sales as soon as we spent 2680 dollars we're okay to increase our budget now you can do this over and over again. The third step that I want to show you though is what happens when something goes poorly or what happens if you're not actually getting there. So let's flip it and say, when do we need to actually pull back on this? Because remember I said, this is how you'll never need to touch budgets again. Well, what if things are going poorly? Um, let me show you what that looks like. So to start off with, we said we were gonna spend $2,100 and our target cost was 20 bucks. And based on that amount of spend over seven days at a target cost of 20, we're gonna have 105 sales. What's 5% worse? than 105. Well, we can do all of this by doing 105 divided by 1.05, okay? Now, if we spend $2,100 over the week and we don't get at least 100 sales, we should probably pull back on budget. So what does that look like? Well, let's go back to our automated rule. Now, I've already shown you how to build a lot of this stuff, so I'm just gonna continue to use the same rule, but the previous one would be something we would call a scale up rule. And now let's do the scale down. So all this really means is if our results are smaller than 100, then we're actually gonna decrease our budgets by 5%. And we can also extrapolate that out over five times so that we know what the second step of this might look like, right? So in this case, we could say that our budget of 2100 has been reduced by 5%, and that's fired five times. Now it's gonna do the quick little math and spit us out a number of 1,645. Okay, now at 1,645, if we don't get a $20 CPA, that means that our overall number of results is going to be less than $82.20. We don't have percentages. So, so that means that at a $1,645 budget over the course of a week, at a $20 target CPA, we need to be getting at least 82, 83 sales. What if we don't? Well, what's 5% worse than that? One more time, 82.25 huh, divided by 1.05 is 78. So basically says, if we spend 1,645, if our spend is at least that much, 
and our sales is less than 78. Reduce the budget. You can set these up. Now, in some ad accounts, I'll have like five, 10 stages of this in either direction. And once I kind of move from one stage to step two, I'll go and turn off step one because I don't want to just keep constantly firing, right? Like that will happen and you need to account for it. But the point is, it's a lot easier to just like go into your rules and be like, oh, this thing kept firing, turn it off, done. That's actually really easy. I've also, for what it's worth, gone in and adjusted the spend rules. So it's more than this, but less than that. And the rule has to fire and give yourself a little bit of room because it's going to fire every 30 minutes minutes and like if you're like well twenty one hundred dollars but twenty one oh five you get it off but what if it spends six dollars what if it goes from nineteen hundred or two that what if it goes from two thousand ninety nine dollars to twenty two hundred dollars in the space of thirty minutes well then that rule's not gonna fire so like this is obviously a bit of wiggle room and that's why we want to give ourselves a percentage generally speaking I like to do at least five or ten percent but this means that if you're doing well that budget well it's just going to keep going up. And when things fall apart, if you're doing like Advantage Plus or cost caps or interest groups or lookalikes or things like that, when they get worse, because they will, remember, broad always gets better, everything else always gets worse, well, the budget's going to get dropped. So if you're building a single one campaign architecture, one campaign per business objective architecture, and you're getting better and better because your DCTs maybe on the first week aren't nearly as good as the old stuff, and you're like, oh, well, this just doesn't work, but you give it a little bit of time, your broad one campaign architecture is only going to get better. And everything else is only going to get worse and at some point they cross and the bad thing gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and the good thing just scales to the moon and it begins to get to the point where your good stuff adds more budget than your bad stuff takes away and at that point you're just scaling your ad account and when that happens generally speaking you can just go in and be like oh the agency set all these campaigns up they were at 100 bucks or 200 bucks or 500 bucks and they were interesting and they were testing audiences or cost caps or interest groups or you know uh, local likes or whatever awful nonsense somebody from like seven years ago that teleported to today was trying to do on your ad account and like take credit for your success once they fail because they will you can just turn that shit off it literally is this easy if you do this you'll need to check Facebook, like hit refresh three times a week. That's simple. And if you're running dynamic creatives in a 322 and it's only ever really getting better, as long as that rule fires more often than it doesn't, you don't need to do anything. In fact, if you were to launch new creatives, do other tests, all you're doing is saying, I have a system that works. I'm spending more money and it's getting more efficient. What I'm going to do is fuck with that. That's the dumbest thing you could do. Like creative testing results as good is a terrible idea. You should be working on the business. When the front end is good, work on the landing pages, work on the search. As you're scaling all that up, make sure that your email flows are getting optimized. Make sure your Amazon spend is going up. Make sure your Google search is getting more budget. Like amplify everything. Like you have given yourself more opportunity. Leverage it until you get to the point of like, wow, I'm not comfortable anymore. That rule has fired only once in the last two weeks. Okay, now we need to work on some creative testing. Now Facebook's an hour a week. Like, why are you working harder than that? You don't have to. So yeah, that's awesome. Let's get to part two. So I just wanna take a quick moment before we get into part two and just remember, like and subscribe to the channel, do all that fun stuff. Leave a comment if you enjoy these things. Tell the algorithm that you enjoy the content we're doing here. Once again, there's the little QR code, bam, show it on the screen and fantastic editor, let's bring it back. All right, cool. A couple weeks ago, we saw a situation where Facebook just ran away with ad spending. All these cost cap bros dropped like 10K and were begging for their money back because they set a budget and Facebook spent it. Basically, you asked the machine to do work for you. It did exactly what you asked. Now the cheat code that you put in didn't work. 
And the folks that teach you those cheat codes still to this day have not taken responsibility. It happens multiple times a year. And I've never seen any one of the cost cap maxi bros talk about, oh, by the way, I know that you're making money, but you're gonna get completely screwed over a couple times a year. Here's how to help you. Well, I'm gonna show it to you now in the next five minutes so that you never need to worry about it again. And if you do this, by the way, you can continue to run cost caps. But if you paid attention to the first part of the video, you'll actually see like, why cost caps aren't really necessary because all you need to do is stabilize the front end and then eventually as they all get worse you'll move away from ever needing them obviously that's hyperbolic i have a video on the uses of cost caps go check that video out it was premiered early in january in 2024 go take a look at it and we're gonna take a quick break because hydration is essential okay so what if Facebook just goes crazy and starts spending all of your money? Well, if you've ever actually unpacked what happens on those days, it's basically one simple thing. Your CPMs spike. If you've been paying $10, they go to 30. If you've been paying $20, they go to 70 or 100. So how do we protect ourselves? Well, if we know what happens, if we know what the canary in the coal mine is, and we can just say, oh shit, the canary died, everybody get out. Well, let's just automate it so that you never need to worry about this shit ever again. All right. We're just gonna build a simple rule here called CYA cover your ass, right? Average CPMs are 20 bucks. All right, now on these days where the CPMs might go up by two, three, four, five hundred percent, let's just stop spending money because it's not good for us. And the idea of us claiming to be victims because Facebook did what we asked it to, but occasionally didn't follow the cheat code parameters that we put into the machine thinking we were clever. Let's just take a look at actually setting up the rule to protect our ass every 30 minutes of every single day. Now, I think it's pretty decent for us to say, once it hits 50, there's a problem. So let's do $50 CPMs. All right. So again, we're gonna apply this to all active campaigns. And yes, we're going to turn off the campaign and our conditions are gonna be simple. One, we can do the name, uh, contains CYA, although to be completely honest, I don't know why you don't apply it to literally everything that you're running, but whatever. So the next condition, CPM. If my CPM is greater than 50 bucks, we got problem. And yes, Facebook will recommend this lifetime impressions thing. I usually get rid of it just out of nature. I know, recommended, who cares? Time range, today. When your CPMs today rise over 50, that means you probably have at least one hour or some period of time where it's like 70, 80, something like that. Like, oh my God, problems in paradise. There's a little bit of trouble in Chinatown. You know what I'm saying? So let's make sure that this is running all the time. So now if our overall CPMs for the day are over 50 bucks, when our average CPM is 20, our automated rules like, we don't know what's going on, but we're not victims here. We're going to take control of the environment and just be like, look, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Done. We can run this continuously, rules over. You never have to worry about those days ever again. And they will happen every year, multiple times. Literally just that easy. So the last thing we're gonna cover today is just a simple rule that is gonna help us ultimately wean out some of those ads that are bad for us. And this is again, more in the transition of going from the way that, you know, some low integrity ad account manager that's running a bunch of interest groups and lookalikes and Shopify audiences and cost caps and Vantage Plus and 
all of this absolute nonsense that is destroying the back end of your business. When you move away from them to a simple one campaign per business objective model, running 322 ads, you want more information on that, there's the link down below. Obviously, I've already shown the QR code for the MBA program. It's not about that today. When you want to get away from that stuff, you're like, look, this ad is just getting terrible because they're always only going to get worse because those ads always fatigue. And obviously, the 322 DCT ones never do. Um, that's part of the beauty of it because we're using Facebook in the way it was designed, not using disrespect for our business partners' business practices as a core standard operating procedure. No, no, no. So what if we just don't want to run those ads at all anymore? And yes, we've already set up the world's going to pull back the budget, but maybe there's still some good things in there. Well, if we just turn off the egregious offenders, then we can say, hey, look, at least while we're retreating, we're not just scorching the earth. We're protecting ourselves a little bit and we don't need our new campaign. We don't need to perform perfectly on day one. It can continue to get better and better and better. Here's how we can do that without ever actually needing to touch the ad account ever again. An auto-optimizer. Let me show it to you because this is stupid easy. So first thing we're going to do is we're going to bring up chat GPT again. Now, before we said $300 budget at a $20 target cost per acquisition, let's say that our average good ads are getting two thirds of that budget. So it's getting like 200 bucks. Okay. What if an ad gets like at least 50% of that and sucks? Let's define sucks as 20% over our target cost. And it's getting at least like 10, 20% of our spend. All right. That sounds like a pretty bad thing. Maybe it should just stop running. And if we're running this rule and it doesn't get killed off initially, that means it's probably been good or it hasn't had enough spend to be even eligible for the rule. So it's not like on day one, everything dies. It means that it used to be good. And as it gets worse, we're just going to cut it off. Once it depreciates beyond the point of having value, we get rid of it. So we said $300 daily budget, right? And we said that this is going to be 20% of our spend at 20% over our target cost. That's a problem. Okay. Well, what does that actually mean? Well, we're going to take three hundred and we're going to multiply it by 0.2 that's 20 percent all right now of that number which is 60 our target cost was a 20 and if it's 20 percent over a 20 then it's not good now clearly at this low level of scale i'm not saying scale as in budget saying scale is an overall number of transactions because it's 60 dollars and a 20 dollars target cpa the max we're going to get is three and if we get two then it's not necessarily the best data point at this place. You could basically just say, look, if you don't get at least two sales over 60 bucks, like kick rocks. But let's just for the purpose of this conversation, show you how to do the math. Now we said $20 target CPA. Now, if it's 20% worse than that, that means times 1.2. That is the that is the CPA that is no longer acceptable. Now, in this point, that's $24. So I know 60 divided by 24, that's a bit of an issue. What if we were to do a bit more? What if it was 600 divided by 24? That would let us know at a larger scale how many sales do we need to get before like now it's a real problem. Well, this is 25. So at $600, if you don't have at least 25 sales, you're not good enough. I feel more comfortable using a larger scale version of this. So let's go forward with that. Yes, it can work at $60. And at that point, look, I'm not going to say the difference between two and three is success or failure. Honestly, if you spend 60 bucks, my target is 20 and you get zero sales at 60. Just let that be the rule. But because I want this to apply to folks spending $10,000 a day. I use this on that campaigns where I'm spending 80,000 a day, but you can also use it if you're spending 100. Let me show you how to write the rule. So again, for the purpose of our conversation today, yes, we went at a reasonable budget of 300 bucks, but we're gonna do the math at a budget of 
$600 per ad at that point, what it's earning because our budget might be in the thousands. At $600 per target cost is 20 bucks. Then if it's coming in at a 24, it's not good enough. And that ultimately means that we need to have at least 25 sales. If we have less than 25 sales, then our CPA is over 24 and that's a problem. So this is what we call AO, auto optimizer. And we're gonna do this add off 20 uh, CPA equals 24 CPA cut off. All right, so now we're gonna apply this to all active ads. Now, we're gonna turn off the ad and for this to work, we're gonna make sure that our name contains AO. So now for our condition here, first one, if you've been playing along the home game, you know that it is name based. If our name contains AO, and yes, we're looking at the ad level now because ultimately it could be AO and then the offer, right? It could be tripwire AO, it could be anything, right? And we wanna make sure that we're applying these because if you're running two or three ads, that auto optimizer level of acceptable CPA might be wildly different. Like you might be running a $20 acceptable CPA offer and a $100 acceptable CPA offer. You don't want the 100 ones all to get knocked off or the 20 ones all to get knocked off because being compared to the other like benchmark, that's okay. So first off, ad name contains AO. We're going to assume for the purpose of this conversation that you've gotten it down to just your hero product because you like the idea of the world's smartest machine learning algorithm that is trained and conditioned, that is trained better than anything in the world at conditioning human behaviors ultimately trying to accomplish the single most of uh, the single most impactful business objective in your marketing efforts so that you can amplify everything that happens after the click well because you like making money and having a very easily projectable and scalable business because again you've been playing along the home game and paying attention to what we talk about because you're you're building scalable and manageable and sellable seven eight nine figure companies. Ad name contains AO. Now, what were the other two parameters? Remember our budget is $600 and our target cost is 20 and 20% over that is 24. So if we get less than 25 sales at a $600 budget, we have an implied CPA of over $24, which means that's not good enough for us anymore. So let's turn the ad off. So now let's set this rules up. So our spent is greater than 600, yep. And our results, yes, we're going to use results today, but please, please don't use results. Please, please use like purchase or lead or your custom conversion event for that individual action or your subscription or your upsell take, whatever it is that you're actually optimizing that campaign to get it down to the optimization event for that ad set. But because I don't want anybody looking at this, be like, well, I run lead gen, this doesn't apply. Remember, direct consumer marketing, e-commerce is just lead gen where the first sale is the lead and you make your money off of everything that happens afterwards. Like if you're not running your business like that, you have a product, you are a salesperson, you are not a brand or a business. That all being said, results here need to be less than 25 to trigger this rule. So results smaller than 25. What does that do? That implies a CPA of over 24. Now, I would feel uncomfortable for us to say that any one, two or three days is like enough to trip this rule. So let's say this happens over the last seven days. What this basically means is fully mature campaigns are getting good budgets. If any of the ads in there begin to slip and they slip like beyond 20% outside of acceptable over like a week long period, then let's turn them off. And a running dynamic creatives with which to replace them, then those ads, they're just gonna continue to get more spent. They're getting turned off because they're all bad, which means our results aren't good enough to maintain budget. So we're gonna see depreciating ad spends while trimming back all the things that suck. Which basically means we're gonna be cutting off the bleed. We're cauterizing the wound, which will stop all the runaway depreciation of our ad campaigns, which means we're not gonna have such something just fall off a cliff. 
But if you are still using god-awful things like ABOs and running your entire campaign on a cost caps and Advantage Plus and interest groups and lookalikes and Shopify audiences and using magics or whatever other tool out there, when those things get worse, because they will, they always depreciate, right? They're built on depreciating flywheels. I'm not getting into that today, but basically in short, every single ad is a web page. Every single web page, Facebook is measuring the click-through rate, the bounce rate, the stickiness, the engagement rate. And based on that, Facebook is finding an audience that will appreciate that ad and their feed will be improved because that ad exists within it. Because their newsfeed is full of posts and content they want to see because the average person swipes the height of the Apple Tower and Facebook's business model to retain attention for profit. So as a result, every single post is making a lookalike audience of all the people who responded positively to it so that Facebook can find more people that want to see that content. If you're using audiences, basically they're saying, I'm going to pay more so the vast majority of people that want to see this content don't. And then you're also being like, well, ad fatigue. Clearly that's just a thing that has to happen for everybody. It doesn't. But if you paid extra to make sure the vast majority of people that want to see your content don't, you run out of good people to show it to. That's your fault. We're not victims here. Nobody is. That's a choice. Ad fatigue is operator error. We're overcoming all of that. And so as our ads fatigue, because you've had somebody else set the stuff up or because you yourself have been setting them up in this old way and you're ready to move on into the future, the way that Facebook should have been set up for the last six years. This is how to basically not turn off everything and just scorch the earth, but ultimately make it so that there's a smooth transition from what sucks as it gets worse, it's gonna get less spend. Remember those rules, adjusting budget. And on days where like it could just go through the roof, we protected ourselves from that happening because that's gonna happen several times a year. And we're never gonna need to play the victim card. Like, please Facebook, give me my money back. You spent money with it, the budget I set and you actually spent the money that I wanted you to, but not the performance that I put on my little cheat code. It didn't work. My game genie malfunctioned. Please give me my money back. You don't have to play that victim card ever again. And as those ads fatigue, because they will, because you've set them up in a way that's built on appreciating flywheel, you don't have to fall victim to those bad ads so you can't more spend. Because now this rule, which we're gonna let run over a seven day period and happen continuously, means that once ads fatigue to a certain point, they don't get a chance to spend anymore. And that's it. I just got your Facebook ad account management time to 60 minutes or less a week. Hit refresh a few times a week. When that rule to adjust your budgets stops running, then it's time to maybe adjust creative. Or maybe it's time to ramp up all of your investments on other far more profitable channels. Because you're no longer running your business off of how effectively can I run Facebook at the expense of everywhere else where I make way more money for the money that I spend. You're not trying to keep a 3X ROAS as your revenue goes from 100,000 down to eight. You actually don't give a fuck about ROAS anymore because you're worried about real money. Your business isn't operated on the ego of the hunter. Your business is operated on how excited your farmer is. And in this case, our farmer is our finance department. This is how you run Facebook. And this is how Facebook works. And this is scratching the surface of like everything that you should know. And, and I wish I could cover all of it today, but this isn't gonna be a you know, 47 hour long video. But if you like this stuff and you wanna know more, once again, there's a QR code for the Facebook Ads MBA program. There's a reason that hundreds of people have joined it and not a single person has ever asked for the money back. There's a reason why brands have fired all their ad agencies and they're letting the founder, the operator, or like one person in the marketing department run all the paid media because it's a part-time job. It's a thing you can do an hour a day, once or twice a week. Facebook is easy. It has never been this easy. And if you don't feel like that joy and freedom from knowing how fucking easy this is, well, I've given you the QR code three times and we'll put a link down below for all sorts of other stuff. And so that being said, I know you could be literally anywhere on the internet right now and you've chosen to spend your time with me and for that I wanna say thank you. I do all of this because let's be fair, <laughs> I think it's fun and uh, I thoroughly enjoy the joy 
that I see in people's eyes every day. Most of them, they flex on what their bank accounts look like by basically destroying the hopes and dreams of a lot of people and then flexing on the two or three brands they've been able to attach themselves to that didn't need them to be successful. Remember, a successful brand is what scales the ad account budget. An ad agency doesn't scale a business because an ad agency doesn't affect the business operations of the business. Well, most of them don't. Um, I have a brand development company and, and we literally, that's all we do. Like the, the actual execution of Facebook ads is like a fraction of what we actually do because that's a commodity skill. If somebody's only spending money for you, you should not be paying them anything close to like commission on ad spend. You definitely shouldn't be paying them more than like a full-time salary employee at your company because they're doing the work that is easily accessible by anybody that can spend a week or two learning how to get the job done. Like it is entry level skill sets. Being a media buyer is a commodity skill akin to being a line cook. Yeah, somebody off the street with no training probably sucks at it. Somebody with a week's worth of training can be a chef at Pizza Hut. I'm gonna leave it at that. It's a weird place to end it, but that's what I like to do. Once again, thank you guys so much and check out Disruptor School if you wanna know more about these things. And a huge shout out to Dandy Del Mar, by the way, for keeping me looking nice in these videos. I got a green one of these shirts too that I'll be dropping in another vid. And um, like I said, this year I'm just showing you how I do all my operations and introducing you to my entire team. And uh, we have some absolute bangers coming up. Go enjoy your time. I know this video was long, but hopefully if you watch this video three times, you'll save yourself a few hours a week on your Facebook ad account, put thousands of more dollars at a minimum in your back pocket, and you'll go from a place of being stressed out and whether or not like Facebook is working and what your future of your business might look like to a place of joy and providing for your family and creating jobs for your community and like just being happy. And again, the reason I enjoy this so much is because we've never had an opportunity where the democratization to success and joy and freedom has been this universal. Yeah. So until next time, I'll see you on the internet. Bye.